Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a small portion this week on Sports Talk Marcel. Um, this might not be a full-length episode of Sports Talk Marcel, but you know I had to bring something to you guys. Absent for two weeks, I do apologize. A lot of uh, personal things I've been going on. If you guys didn't know, I'm also in um, writing a film. Not just writing a film, getting ready to shoot a film and cast for it. Um, but we have to talk about what happened Sunday night. We we have to in Phoenix. That's the most stunned I've ever seen. Being down thirty at half. Oh my god, we have to talk about that. And we, of course, we're going to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics game seven in Boston. Now everybody was expecting Milwaukee to win, even including me. I was. But when I looked at it, I see why they didn't win. Not just because not Middleton not there. Um, but we're going to chop that down. Of course, we're going to go over the NFL schedule. Schedule will release. And, and I got, in my personal um, opinion, who have the easiest, who have the hardest. And it didn't take me long to determine that. Honestly. <laughs> um, of course, we're going to go over the Monday night um, games. We have schedule. And my guy, I, I'm excited. I was, I, I've never been so excited. For Monday Night Football, because we got new broadcast um, commentators, we have Troy Aikman and John Buck, and I cannot wait. The probably two of the most um, well-known voices in the sports world. Um, we got we're gonna chop that up, and of course, we're gonna dive into a little bit of NHL playoff. And I ha- I ha- I have to do best and worst because it, it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be sports talk with Marcel without. Best and worst of the week, and of course, I may dive into a little of um, or give you guys this day in sports history. But we, we, we know what we started off. The Phoenix, Arizona was the number one team throughout the entire season of this NBA season, and going into game seven, everybody was expecting to be a blowout. Bye the Phoenix Suns to the Dallas Mavericks. But, man, did we expect the Dallas Mavericks to be up 30 at halftime? It was 57 to 27. Luka Doncic had 27 points at the end of the half. He had the same amount of points as the the, the entire Phoenix Suns roster. Now, you can't, I'm not just going to get Luka Doncic, which he, he did have 35-10 boards. But me personally, me personally, the man that really stole the show is Spencer Dinwiddie. Now, I, I, I would say, if you, if you listen to the podcast long enough, I said the Brooklyn Nets will regret trading him, which they do. I believe they traded him to the Wizards. Then the Wizards got rid of him. But, man, if you ever thought a trade was, was so worth you being with a team that just four games away from the first NBA Finals in, in, 12, in, I believe, 12 years. Well, 11 years. And the way they came out and played, I, couldn't, I, I, I promise you, I, I, was, I took a nap Sunday, early Sunday. I woke up, you know, I saw the Boston and uh, Milwaukee game. We'll chop it down in a minute. But I, I took a nap a little bit after that. And I woke up and the Phoenix game was on. And my guy, as soon as I saw it, it was two minutes left in the, in the, in the, in the half. Two minutes left in the half. 
and I could not believe it. It was so unbelievable. The um, Reggie Miller and um, Kevin Harlan, they just constantly kept saying that everybody was shocked. The crowd was booing the Phoenix Suns. Um, the entire the entire third the, the entire second half the Phoenix Suns were getting booed. But man, you talking about the shock of the year? Man, it's probably been a shock of the century in a game seven. In the, a game seven, Devin Booker, man. Now I've 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 been um, on um, outside of this podcast. I've been on record of saying him and Jason Tatum is a, another clone of Kobe Bryant. But man, we didn't see nothing like that Sunday. He only had eleven points in thirty-seven minutes. Make it even worse, because Paul only had ten points in thirty-three in thirty-three minutes. But get this: this the real, the the this the real eye-opener. Phoenix was twelve of thirty-four from the um, three-point line. They weren't hitting shots. They they sure weren't hitting three-point shots, and they sure weren't hitting making shots at all. It just wasn't their night. But in a game seven, you have to show up. You have to show up in the game set on your home court. You have to show up. Monty Williams, coach of the year, give him all his praises, but man, he did not have his team ready to play Sunday night. He just didn't. Dallas and then last Dallas and Golden State for the Western Conference Finals should be a very tremendous, very tremendous um, Western Conference Finals. They will start is it will it will start in Golden State, but man, if Golden State if if if, if Dallas does not. I don't nobody expect them to win this series, but if, if they don't win this series, they had a good season so far. You put out the number one team. You put out the number one team in, in, in fashion that nobody expected. Blow them out on game seven on a home court. That's good enough for me to have a good season. Now, now that said, now it's definitely Golden State title to lose. Because they are direct, they are right now the best, the best, the best team that have experience. They probably wouldn't say, I wouldn't say they're the best team. Probably have to get up to Boston or you know Miami. You can you know uh, flip a coin or whatever um, on that one. It's kind of debate who's the best right now. But everybody know Golden State Warriors are the the best team when it comes to experience. If they don't win the title. It got to be some major changes in that in that office. And I don't know about the coaching situation, but that roster needs to change because there's no way you got Jordan Poole playing the way he's playing, Andrew Wiggins becoming um very um very something of what he, we expected a while ago. Um, you have Draymond Green ahead of the table, and you have Clay Thompson and and Steph Curry, the Splash Brothers. What else? What else you need? You have a good bench, a decent bench. There's no way Golden State Warriors should not win the title. Am I expecting to win the title? Yes. But me personally, I would love to see Miami win it. I really would. To see what Jimmy Butler doing over there in the East is, is tremendous. He already he already led them to the finals in 2020, the, 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 the bubble finals. I would love to see him get a ring. I really would. Milwaukee and Boston. Everybody know Milwaukee. I ha- I have to get proud of Milwaukee anyway. I have to get proud of them to take Boston to Game Seven without Chris Middleton. The experience, the championship competitive in them. You have to get them that. But to expect them to get blown out the way they did, I did not expect that. Giannis was not. He was. He was okay. 
But that second half, he was horrible. He was horrible. Drew Holiday, no defense whatsoever. But the man, the man of the, the whole entire game was the man that nobody expected to even do anything. And that was Grant Williams, 27 points. And Jason Tatum, 20, um, he had 20, yeah, I believe he had 20, um, 26 or 23 points. But man, Milwaukee, you talking about ice cold from the three-point line. Full of 33. Full of 33. They lose 109-88-81. They season over. We are guaranteed to see a new, we are guaranteed the crown, a new champion this year. It's just been a, it's been a good season for them. You, can, you have to give them props, um, but man, um, Boston outplayed them, man. Boston really did outplay them. Um, we will see where we um where we at next year with that roster. I believe they need to change some things about that roster. Um, Bobby Portis, I don't know what they would do with him. Cause I believe he only signed one year deal. Um, that just shows you, man, one person. One person, and we all know. If you don't know who I'm talking about, PJ Tucker was a was a part of that defense of Milwaukee last season that led them to the championship. So I believe if you lose that on the defensive side, you lose a lot. Knowing that Chris Middleton wasn't going to be um, playing this entire series, I kind of I, I kind of felt personally. I still kind of felt like. Um, Milwaukee will be able to win this series without him. And it just didn't go their way. It just did not go their way. Um, NHL playoff. I'm, I'm saddened. I am saddened to learn that the Toronto Maple Leafs is no longer in the playoff. They get way was put out, I believe, last Saturday this past weekend by the champs. They defeat them two to one. And on their home ice. They defeat Toronto on their home ice. And Toronto is no longer. This I really was pushing for them to win the title. I really was the Stanley Cup because this team is just this team and fan base is just so amazing. So so amazing. Boston and um, Carolina probably one of the best series so far in the NHL playoff. Took them to Game Seven, and the um, Carolina just the the the, the depth in it, that team is just unbelievable. Um, they are probably the scariest team right now to me personally in the Eastern Conference, but in the Western Conference, you know you have Colorado Avalanche just chilling off a sweep of the Nashville Predators, and they are very very dangerous. Very dangerous game one tonight against the um, St. Louis Blues. I really don't expect the Blues. I, I don't. I don't know what to expect from the Blues, man. They they got their Stanley Cup a couple years ago. I'm just. I really. It's it's a tough right. If it wasn't Toronto for me, it was Colorado Avalanche. I believe Colorado Avalanche. But probably. I think I said I, that was my first um, pick of the winning the Stanley Cup a couple episodes ago. But man, they they look scary, man. They look they look so scary, man. Them, um, you have the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins got put out by the uh, New York uh, Rangers this past Sunday, four to three in overtime. Overtime thriller. They get the um, 
the final lap, the last lap against that Pittsburgh. But man, they they missed Sidney Cosby, man. That, that I feel like I think he may consider retirement, but I don't know. The LA Kings went to game seven and lost. That's why they say, man, home ice is everything, NHL, man. NHL, man, home ice is everything. When you have a chance to put a team, um, to, um, eliminate a team from the playoff, you have to execute, man. And they went to game seven. They didn't score not one goal. 2 0 get shut out by Edmonton. Edmonton move on to play, um, Colorado, I believe. Um, game one is um, tomorrow. Um, Rangers, they are in um, Carolina to play um, the Hurricane tomorrow as well. And the Lightning in Florida. Florida put Washington with Capitals out. Um, this is going to be a tough one, man. Both teams in Florida. So it's going to be a very, very tough competitive game. Colorado, um, Calvary Flame. Went to game seven and they beat the Dallas Stars. They move on. And it's going to be a very interesting final eight teams in the NHL. Final eight teams. And that's just everybody say NBA and it's on the NFL playoff is, is something special. But man, these Stanley Cups um, playoff is very tough. Very tough to win. Now we're going to switch gears and go over to um, NFL. The schedule was released last week. And the hardest schedule. The hard. I'm gonna, let's go over the easiest, man. If you, if you want to chop it up the easiest schedule, I, I found. And it, and it so happened to be the Chicago Bears. They start off with the 49ers a week one. Then they have three straight winnable games, which is the Texans, Giants, and the Washington Commodores or Commodore Commanders. Then they have a Monday night. They have a three. The next three is tough. They have the Patriots, Monday Night Football, Dallas, and Miami. Then the rest of their schedule, besides the division, is very winnable games. Atlanta, winnable. The Jets, and then they have a bad week 14. So just imagine if the Bears sitting good at week 14. They can basically beat Philly. I don't know about Buffalo. Minnesota. And Minnesota, their final game. It's like the third straight year they have Minnesota, Minnesota last. But thank God is at is in is, is at Soldier Field. Thank God is at Soldier Field. Cause the last, I believe, last two or three years they've been they last um they last game of the season was in Minnesota. Thank God is at home. The Packers really much everybody expecting the Packers to be a shell of themselves or least of the best. They're not going to be the the, the 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 team of last year. They just not. But I do think they're going to be good enough to win that division. That division has probably been the weakest in the last at least decade. We all can um, agree to that one. Before I get to the um, NFL, NFL um, the hardest schedule. I'm excited for Monday Night Football. I'm excited for Monday Night Football. We have some tremendous games. 
this year they not going with two straight um, Monday Night Football games. This week two they doing that. They kicking it off tremendous fashion. Denver and Seattle. Russell Wilson return home. The very first game of the Denver Broncos. Can't be more excited than that. Tennessee Titans and Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. Take my money right now. I, I will be definitely be tuning into that one. And then another game on ABC that same night. Minnesota Vikings and Philly. That's the reason why they put it on ABC instead of ESPN. Dallas and the New York Giants. The LA Rams and the San Francisco 49ers. You have the Las Vegas and Kansas City. You have the Denver Broncos and the Chargers. I believe that's week six, week seven. The New York, the um, Chicago, um, the Patriots, New England Patriots, host the Chicago Bears, Cincinnati, and um, Cleveland. Buffalo, Baltimore, New Orleans. I believe Baltimore, New Orleans play every year. Uh, Washington um, and Philadelphia Eagles. San Francisco, Arizona. Philadelphia Eagles and the Indianapolis Colts. New Orleans and Tampa Bay. It should be a tremendous game. New England and Arizona. You have the Rams and Green Bay. Um, the Chargers and the Colts, tremendous game. The final game of the um, Monday Night Football this season calendar is the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Chiefs. I mean, Cincinnati um, Bengals. Let's go to the hardest schedule. And my God, if you talking about at least 15 of your schedule games are very tough. 15 out of 17 scheduled games is tough. The Kansas City Chiefs probably have the toughest schedule I've seen so far. Not only do they start on a the road, they start on a the road. They first three out of five. And it's not against no um not so playoff teams. They start on the road against Arizona. Come home and play the Rams. Go on the road for week three or four against the Colts and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. First time back in Tampa since that that um Demarco Super Bowl 55, I believe. 55, I believe 54, 55. Then they have the Vegas Raiders. Then they have the 49ers, which is not an easy task. Then they have the early, uh, early bye at week eight. They might need that because, man, they have Tennessee, Jacksonville Jaguars, anybody. That's a very winnable game, but you just never know in these NFL, this in a past NFL season. The Chargers. Week 12, they have the Rams. I think it's the Ve- I think it's the Raiders, uh, Vegas Raiders. Um, no, they have the Vegas Raiders 18. Let me see what they have week 12. I got Rams twice. They're not even in a division. But they have 
the Cincinnati Bengals, week 13, on the road, they start a three-week road trip. They go to Cincy, Denver, and Houston. Now, late in the season, some of those games can be very tough to win, or late in the season. Um, They call them... Um, they call it man um trap games that Denver and Houston game week 14 to 15 could be trap games then they have Seattle winnable game then they have Denver and Vegas Raiders again who's that week 12 let's see who's that That's week, week two, hold up, what week two, the Chargers week two, that's Chargers, but the Kansas City Chiefs, man, they have a tough task, man, and that division loaded as we already know it is, very tough task for the Kansas City Chiefs, man, you got to play the division twice a year, then we just, we all know what's going on with it, we all know what the Raiders did and what the Chargers did. Very tough division. You never know what the Denver Broncos are going to do behind Russell Wilson. We haven't seen too much of that. Um, hopefully, we get to see it and we can probably predict what's going to go on with that division. But you have to, that, that, that division is going to be very tough to win. But I believe overall, I think the Chargers are just so damn good and loaded on defense. I really think that defense is going to be something special. You have. J.C. Jackson out from the Patriots. Signed, came over to sign free agency with the Patriots. You have the Bears. You have the Chiefs. You have the Bears trading over Khalil Mack. And you have, already have Bosa. And um, I believe um, um, Darwin James. Like, come on. What else do I need to say? Plus, you have a, um, um, a lead quarterback already in his, I believe, second or third year in um, Justin Herbert. Everybody so everybody say he underrated, but to me personally, I mean he overrated, but he not he not overrated to me, not at all whatsoever. Some of them games last year he did cost his team the, the W. What else you wanted to? What else you want him to do? He played to win the game, but he didn't play good enough to win. Played bad enough to lose. But man, that Kansas City Chiefs is gonna be that's gonna be a tough year for them. I really believe that. Um, now it's time for best and worst of the week. Back to Lou Worst. Well, we already know. Game seven. Phoenix get blown out at home on their home floor. And what I didn't like, honestly, I didn't like how Devin Book and Chris Paul just played it so smooth in their press conference. I didn't like that. You out the playoff. You won 60 plus games this year. And you get put out of the playoff. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, that's why they say, man, when you get to the finals, you have to win because you never know you're going to get back. Everybody was expecting that. Me included was expecting to be in the finals, but not this year. Hopefully next year. Other than another words, I had, I had, I, it's just no way I could not talk about the Cincinnati Reds, the worst team in the NFL. Right now, they sit at 9 and 26. 
I believe 9 to 26 or 9, 10 to 26 or 9 and 27 to 28. But they did, they did something Sunday that I've never seen in my life. They lost the game without even allowing a hit. Now, some of you may say, how is that possible? They had the pitcher now for basically eight innings. He almost had up to 120 pitches. Take him out, allow nothing but walks. And you tell me they couldn't get one run in the, in the top of the ninth. How horrible of a team you have to be, not a team, but a franchise. How horrible of a franchise to allow a team to win without a hit. I've never seen a day in my life. And of course, the best thing I've seen with the Dallas uh, Mavericks advancing the West Conference after blowing out the Suns on the road. What, what else do you want? What else do you want? That that that, that I, I, I promise you, I didn't see that coming whatsoever. I didn't. I really didn't. Well, guys, that would do it for this um small, short episode of Sports Talk Marcel. Um, I would be you. I would be back with you guys probably Friday. Uh, with another great episode probably friday or probably thursday or friday with a full length episode of this um sports talk um with marcel hope you guys have a tremendous week tremendous tuesday and i'll be back thursday or friday with more have a good one